Welcome to the Checkpoint Charlie Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie James. Thank you so much for tuning in. And don't forget to, I don't know, subscribe, download, share, link to all of the good podcasty stuff that you uh, folks like to do. Uh, and don't forget, join me each afternoon, 3 to 7, on News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. I would appreciate that as well. Well, here we were. We were thinking... We were being diligent. We were keeping an eye on things. But some things tend to slip through the radar. But, you know, that's completely understandable. I mean, with everything that we've got going on these days, it's hard to keep up with everything. I mean, we've got the economy, immigration, gas prices, tax increases, Ukraine, the upcoming primaries, Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, Jill Biden, Jim Biden, all the Bidens, the rhinos, the Democrats, and of course, the greeny weenies. Now, we felt like we were keeping on top of things. Take gas stoves, for example. We were all very aware that the environmental left wants to ban gas stoves, gas water heaters, gas heating systems, gas generators, and basically all things natural gas. But this should come to no shock to any of us, as it was Joe Biden's campaign promise. No more, no new fracking. We, we are we are going to get rid of fossil fuels. Well, like what about, say, stopping fracking and stopping... Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in the Biden administration? No, it would be, we, would, we would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, we're going to end fossil fuel, and I am not going to block it. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Ends. Number one. This man actually campaigned on doing away with so-called fossil fuels, and people voted for him. Now, as I noted in a previous podcast entitled Greeny Weenies, the same people who advocate for doing away with so-called fossil fuels, they really use a lot of it, flying into Davos in their private jets and deciding how the great unwashed should reduce our carbon footprint. Ironically, Hunter Biden was seen boarding a private jet this week. Oh, the hypocrisy. All of this to reduce the effects, they say, of climate change. John Kerry, Biden's climate czar, made this startling prediction. We have sea ice, which is melting at a rate that the Arctic Ocean now increasingly is exposed. In five years, scientists predict we will have the first ice-free Arctic summer. Now, that was back in 2009. Have we had an ice-free Arctic summer? No. In fact, none of their predictions have come true. Just for fun, go back and watch Al Gore's An Inconvenient Truth and do a little fact-checking. None of it has happened. But that doesn't stop the greeny weenies. They are more determined than ever. They're even falsely claiming that July of 2023 was the hottest, hottest month, month on, record. on record. But is it? No. 1913 and 1920 were hotter, much hotter. But again, when staring evidence in the face, they double down on alternative forms of energy. As America First reports, 
AC rationing and cooling centers are coming to a city near you. They say, now the elite's climate change propaganda machine is calling for climate-inspired blackouts, AC rationing, and the consolidation of the poor into cooling centers. The L.A. Times published interviews with climate change experts who suggest that home air conditioners be shut down during heat waves. According to these experts, governments should be, quote, investing in a wider network of cooling centers with transportation to help people get there, close quotes. The author of the article asked, what's more important? Keeping the lights on 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, or solving the climate crisis? Planned climate blackouts are coming to cities near you. Approximately 500,000 California homes and businesses lost power in August of 2020, as the state fell short on electricity during a summer heat wave. The first time, residents lost power for 15 minutes. Then, they lost power for two and a half hours, and then for an entire Friday evening. See, the solar farms that they depended on couldn't keep up with the demand for air conditioning and electric vehicles as the sun went down and power production was curtailed. By that weekend, another 321,000 California residents lost power for upwards of 90 minutes. The rolling blackouts sparked wider debate about the need to plan for future blackouts as the state succumbed to an energy crisis of its own making. So to starve off the revolt in 2020, the recalled Gavin Newsom led government suspended air quality rules so residents could use gas-powered generators to power their homes. These orders continued into the next year to prepare for more electric grid emergencies. Ironically, the quest to shut down fossil fuels, gas plants, have become even more important in California. Gas plants now supply 42% of the state's energy. As a consequence, Californians are being told to turn up their AC in the summer, to drive less, to eat less meat, and to accept the fact that the blackouts will be necessary in order to, get this, sacrifice for the greater good. The greater good. Do you think Gavin Newsom's home suffered a blackout for the greater good? No, of course not. You see, the elite don't get blackouts, only the peasants. And that brings us to your light bulbs. According to the Thomas Edison National Historical Park, in 1879, Thomas Edison made an incandescent bulb that burned long enough to be practical, long enough to light a home for many hours. Then he and his muckers invented the entire system needed to bring electricity into your home. The dynamos to make the electric power, the wires, the fuses, the switches to turn the lights on and off. He invented the electric power system. But it actually started a lot sooner than that. According to Bulbs.com, uh, yes, there is a Bulbs.com, the electric light, one of the everyday conveniences that most affects our lives, was not, quote-unquote, invented in the traditional sense in 1879 by Thomas Alva Edison, although he could have said that he created the first commercially practical incandescent light. He was neither the first nor the only person trying to invent an incandescent light bulb. 
In fact, some historians claim that there were over 20 inventors of incandescent lamps before Edison's version. However, Edison is often credited with the invention because his version was able to outstrip the earlier versions because of a combination of three factors. An effective incandescent material, a higher vacuum than others were able to achieve, and a higher resistance that made power distribution from a centralized source economically viable. In 1802, Humphrey Davy invented the first electric light. He experimented with electricity and invented an electric battery. When he connected wires to his battery and a piece of carbon, the carbon glowed, producing light. His invention was known as the electric arc lamp. And while it did produce light, it didn't produce it for long, and it was way too bright for practical use. Over the next 70 years, other inventors also created quote-unquote light bulbs, but no designs emerged for commercial application. More notably, uh, in 1840, British scientist Warren de la Rue enclosed a coiled platinum filament in a vacuum tube and passed an electric current through it. The design was based on the concept that the high melting point of platinum would allow it to operate at high temperatures and the evacuated chamber would contain fewer gas molecules to react with the platinum, improving its longevity. Although an efficient design, the cost of the platinum made it impractical for commercial application. In 1878, Thomas Edison began serious research into developing a practical incandescent lamp. And on October 14, 1878, Edison filed his first patent application for improvement in electric lights. However, he continued to test several types of material for metal filaments to improve upon his original design, and by November the 4th of 1879, he filed another U.S. patent for an electric lamp using a carbon filament strip coiled and connected to platina contact wires. And basically, we have had that ever since. The incandescent bulbs. From the moment you were born, most likely, unless you're very old, you have known the incandescent light bulb as we know it today. And today, it's going away. Actually, tomorrow. I'm recording this podcast on July 31st of 2023. And tomorrow, August 1st, incandescent light bulbs will be banned. That's right. The Biden administration will implement a ban on incandescent light bulbs starting tomorrow in favor of energy-efficient bulbs, following a years-long bipartisan effort to phase out the bulbs after earlier regulations and standards were blocked by President Donald Trump. The Department of Energy approved new rules for light bulbs last year that will take effect tomorrow, August 1st, including a new minimum standard for light bulbs at 45 lumens, that's how they determine brightness, per watt, an increase of over 12 to 18 lumens per watt for incandescent bulbs. Now, retailers are going to be prohibited, prohibited from selling any bulbs, including incandescent bulbs that don't match these new standards. Though, if you have some in your home, they're not going to come kicking on your door just yet. The decision was meant to conserve energy. And I love the way they always put it on you. It's to help you, the consumer, save on your energy bill as more energy-efficient bulbs like LED 
uses at least 75% less energy and lasts up to 25 longer than incandescent bulbs. That's according to the government. An effort to phase out less efficient bulbs was actually initiated, surprise, by former President George W. Bush, whose Energy Independence and Security Act of 2007 called for household light bulbs to have a 25% greater efficiency. Though it didn't outright ban incandescent bulbs, according to the Environmental Protection Agency. Former President Barack Obama added two new regulations to the act in 2017, which would have effectively phased out incandescent bulbs and other specialty bulbs like candle-shaped bulbs used for your chandeliers by January of 2020. That's according to the EPA. The Department of Energy later blocked the regulations during Trump's presidency in 2019 after Trump said he didn't like being forced to use the energy-efficient light bulbs. $3 billion. $3 billion. That's how much the Department of Energy estimates Americans will save in total on utility bills by using energy-efficient bulbs for a full year. Anybody believe that? Do you really? (laughs) I love the way they throw those big numbers. No, we're from the government. We're here here to help you. Representative Pat Fallon of Texas told Politico a decision to phase out incandescent light bulbs is just another example of the Biden administration's tidal wave of regulatory burdens crashing down on American families. Representative Scott Perry of Pennsylvania said said that the ban was part of Biden's regulatory assault on home appliances. An estimated 30 percent of U.S. households used incandescent or halogen incandescent light bulbs in 2020, according to the Department of Energy. Regulations on less efficient bulbs have faced opposition, of course, over over two decades, as some Republicans argued that the rules violated personal freedom, while others, including uh, former Senator John Warner of Virginia, argued that using energy-efficient bulbs was more cost-efficient. Jim Presswood, Energy Policy Director for the National Resources Defense Council, said in 2011, uh, in a 2011 statement that consumers, the economy, and the environment would suffer if the regulations were not approved. Oh, you're going to suffer. How are you going to, are you suffering now? I mean, I've got uh, an incandescent bulb burning above me right now. I like my incandescent bulb. Bulb. I love the warm glow that my incandescent bulb puts out. In fact, I believe every bulb in my home is incandescent right now. But those days are coming to an end. Because already when you go to the store, it's hard to find an incandescent bulb. Do you think there's going to be a black market for incandescent bulbs? Of course there's going to be a black market for incandescent bulbs. Of course there is. Because that's what people like. It's what people want. I don't like the color, the light spectrum that these so-called energy-efficient bulbs put off. It's, it's irritating to me. It truly is. A space, oh, the LED lights? Go around at Christmas time and look. You can literally tell the difference between an incandescent Christmas light and an LED one. The LED ones look harsh. They look fake. They look horrible. The incandescent bulbs, they look warm. They look inviting. They look 
fun. There's just nothing fun about being forced to get rid of your appliances and now, of course, your light bulbs. But I think we all know that the dimmest bulbs of all, ladies and gentlemen, are in Washington, D.C. This has been the Checkpoint Charlie Podcast. I'm Charlie James. Thank you so much for joining me.